Hello, hello, good evening. Thank you for tuning in. So this will be our um, late, latest episode, the China series. Um, obviously, you can see we're expanding our um, categories a little bit. So besides just all the software and apps we've been talking about, I thought it'd be interesting today that we just dive a little bit into the electric vehicle market in China. Well, obviously, um, China is now the largest EV market in the world. And don't think it's mostly um, the main like driver behind that is not necessarily um, transition towards clean or re renewable energy because, you know, currently majority of the electricity uh, generated in China is still from the um, coal-fired power plants so um, running on electricity uh, doesn't necessarily mean um, clean um, energy in China right now I think the reason that China is trying to drive this electric vehicle uh, development is mostly that they want to kind of you know start their own um, arena for competition kind of you know um, circle around the traditional automobile market, which is now occupied by you know, mostly US, Germany, and Japan. Um, I had a little bit of mechanical engineering background, so I knew that development of uh, traditional um, internal combustion vehicles, uh, it just requires um, years or even decades of you know, tries, and, uh, tries and errors to come up with new engines and new car models. So it's almost um, impossible for China to um, catch up on the traditional internal combustion vehicles compared to its main rivalries like US, Germany, and Japan. So that's the reason why um, China is just putting um, pretty much all their bets, like all in on this electrical vehicle market because they know that um, pretty much right now they are one of the only um, major players. I think the other one uh, used to be um, Japan when they were um, trying to develop this um, hydrogen-powered um, electric vehicles. But, you know, due to the limited uh, market size of Japan, they only have um, 100 million people and they are really um, isolated and not really will willing to share their um, hydrogen vehicle technology and all the uh, supporting technology. So, that um, whole hydrogen vehicle fuel is pretty much um, dying right now. Like everyone besides Japan, like US, Europe, and China, they are now just um, go all in on this um, DC motor um, electric vehicle technology powered by um, lithium ion batteries and maybe more advanced batteries in the future. So today, um, We'll talk about just a few of the major electric vehicle players in China. Obviously, we're um, excluding the Tesla China right now, uh, which we will cover in a future episode. Today, we'll just talk about mostly the um, domestic players, so companies that um, just grew locally in China's, China's market. So the most uh, popular one, uh, 
at least on the um, stock market is called uh, NIO. So it's listed as an NIO semester company name on the New York Stake Exchange, New York Stock Exchange. So uh, this company is um, pretty new. It was founded in 2014 by William Lee. Um, he has been a ser serial entrepreneur. So some of his past business, including like a um, car auto information website. And this company is backed by a lot of the major capitals like um, Tencent, uh, Sequoia, and Lenovo and some others. And we can see here that Neo they are, have a very similar business model as Tesla. Um, for example, their first model, the Neo EP9 sports car, it's a high-end uh, sports vehicle, just like the Roadster by Tesla. So they're also trying to, you know, start from with some high-end luxury model when their scale is really small, so they can afford, you know, a high profit margin. And then once they scale the company, they start to release more um, mass market models. So I know right now they've released, I think, two or three models of um, SUVs and another two or three models of sedans. So yeah, this is, um, I think you can essentially call it, it's basically like a Chinese version of the Tesla. Um, however, they have one unique um, business that um, no one else can really compare, which is their um, BAS business. B-A-A-S, uh, which means battery as a service. I think this is a business model that Tesla once uh, tried to um, build in the United States, but it didn't really work out. So essentially, uh, when you are purchasing a car, uh, for example, right now from Tesla, you are buying the battery it also belongs to. However, if you are using a doing a best model with um, companies like Neo. Um, you buy the car, you own the car. Um, however, you don't really buy the uh, full ownership of the battery. Instead, you subscribe to this um, best subscription service. So usually you pay a monthly fee and what you will get is a initial battery. And once you, you know, run out of the juice in the battery, you can go to uh, one of the hundreds, um, maybe thousands right now, thousands of this uh, electric battery swap station uh, from Neo across the whole um, China mainland. And then you go there, they have these um, automatic battery uh, swap station that uh, you can just let the autopilot of your Neo vehicles to um, guide your vehicle into the uh, battery swapping station. And the, then the robotic fully automatic battery station will just do the battery swapping for you. Um, so essentially this um, just largely decreases the amount of time you spend to uh, recharge your energy because um, right now you are just not um, actually charging the your battery anymore. You are replacing a fully drained battery with a um, fully charged battery. So. I believe, uh, for example, if you want to charge a Tesla, it will take you maybe um, 30 minutes for a full charge. But in this case, it's more like a couple of minutes. So 
closer to your um, traditional, you know, gas uh, fueling experience. So that's why um, I think Neo is the most favorable player right now on the China's um, EV market, especially due to their unique um, bus battery as a service business model. So this is the first player, Neo, um, mostly backed by Tencent. And then they have a major competitor, which is called an XPen. This is also a um, semi-mature business now. So they are also listed as an XPEV on the New York Stock Exchange as well. And this company, um, right now, um, they are on a smaller scale compared to NEO. So they only have uh, like three models in total, I believe. So one SUV model and two um, stand models. And don't think there's anything um, too special about this company, except it's just a basically a smaller scale of the NEO. And their um, main funding source, I believe is from um, Alibaba. Um, so Alibaba is also a, giant, a tech giant in China, uh, actually one of the major competitor to Tencent. Uh, founder of Xpen um, was a former Alibaba executive. So essentially what we're seeing here is uh, Neo and Xpen, they are competing with each other as the emerging um, Tesla-like companies in China. And each of them is um, backed by a major um, tech giant in China. So Tencent versus Alibaba. And then third um, company we will talk about is called um, BYD or BRD in Chinese. So this company, um, I think a lot of people in um, United States or international market actually um, often overlook this company. However, they are actually at a much uh, mature phase of business compared to the previous two companies we just mentioned. So BYD, um, they actually started as an electronics company that does a lot of the manufacturing um, of batteries and other electronic parts for international brands, even like before a uh, smartphone is uh, really a thing. So I knew that, you know, companies like Motorola or like Nokia, they used to have a lot of their um, parts manufactured by BYD in China. And as, you know, BYD um, grew rapidly through the uh, manufacturing phase, they start to also enter the auto business. And they are actually not just limited to um, electric vehicles. Um, they do a full range of vehicles. Um, just I'm glancing through their product offerings. Looks like they probably have like over two dozen um, different offerings here, ranging from like subcompact hatchbacks all the way to like full size um, SUVs. And I know that BYD, they also have a unique advantage that they are actively developing their own battery technology, especially uh, recently in collaboration with Toyota. And they are really far ahead in terms of um, bus or like extra large size vehicles compared to the, um, the other EV manufacturers in China. 
So I know a lot of uh, European cities, they already placed um, huge orders of BOID um, public transit buses orders. And those are um, often cases fully electric vehicles. So this is the third company, um, BOID, which has a much longer history compared to uh, NEO and XPEN. And they are just at a much more uh, stable phase right now, has much larger you know, line of product offerings. And the last one, um, we probably can't even really call it player right now because it just got uh, registered. Uh, so this is um, essentially the electric vehicle division of um, Xiaomi. So it's called called uh, Xiaomi Electric Vehicle Incorporated. Um, for uh, those of you listening to this episode that don't know what Xiaomi is, um, it's basically now the uh, largest uh, smartphone and electronics manufacturer in China. Uh, you know, used to be probably second or third place after Huawei, but now Huawei has a limited electronics and chip supply. So it really fall behind. So Xiaomi is now the biggest smartphone um, player in China, basically like, you know, the Apple of China. And its founder and CEO, uh, Lei Jun, uh, he just announced, I believe, one or two months ago that he will um, pledge about 1.5 billion US dollars to establish a Xiaomi EV. So this is a brand new electric vehicle business. And right now, uh, there is just not much information available, except we know that uh, they've done probably about a year of research and found there is still room for growth for the electric vehicle business in China. And they have about um, 300 employees. So really at the startup phase, um, probably we won't even see the first um, manufacturing facility set up until like maybe 2023 at the earliest. So we can't really say anything about Xiaomi electric vehicle right now. Uh, but I think we can probably predict some uh, strategies that the Xiaomi electric vehicle will adopt. Um, if you um, haven't read anything about um, Xiaomi before, basically how they started is they pushed out the first first um, budget Android smartphone in China, maybe like more than 10 years ago to really attract the young like millennial um, customer base in China. And it did the same thing for things like laptops, tablets, tablets, and other electronic devices. Um, they've also been um, slowly uh, expanding into other fields like you know home electric appliances and smart um, electric appliances as well. So essentially, um, they are like um, trying to be the Apple of China, but also much bigger than Apple uh, in terms of the different fields they're now in. And electric vehicle just seems to be the last piece they're trying to accomplish here. So what a, a lot of people are predicting, and I agree um, as well, is that they're probably going to just release some uh, budget level models of electric vehicles, trying to uh, really 
explore the uh, young customer base into the electric vehicle business. So probably nothing like Neo and Xpen. Those two um, companies they have been mostly releasing like um, mid to high end uh, luxury models, just like Tesla did at its um, earlier years. So those four are the um, major players or soon to be players on the China's electric uh, vehicle market, and I think it'll be worthwhile to do a full um, standalone episode on Tesla China, hopefully uh, next week, because, you know, that has just been a really um, interesting story. And if you have any questions or comments, um, feel free to use the calling queue or you can um, comment on this episode later or you can direct message me on calling or Twitter. Uh, Thank you for um, tuning in. Hope you have a good weekend.